to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America, and welcome to Friday. There is a lot going on. We want to start with the SCOTUS decision, and Senator Mike Lee joins us in 60 seconds. All right, the supply chain issues that we are facing, uh, the incredibly high inflation, everybody is thinking about this. I'm going to give you a story today. Uh, They are closing the factories uh, in China. We are headed for what experts are now calling the mother of all shutdowns and supply chain problems. Uh, We'll give you this, but if I want you to think this through, if you have a car that is out of warranty, uh, if it's anything like my cars, my trucks that are you know out of warranty they're hanging on by a shoestring from time to time and when they go into the shop it could be enormous amounts of money um car shield has saved me literally thousands one one repair would have taken my truck out there's no way i would have fixed it um because it was like six thousand dollars and i'm like are you kidding me well you should have called me before you did the repair and they're like no no no. car shield took care of all of it It was covered i'm like oh my gosh thank you if you have a car that goes down now just think of what it's going to take for you to have a rental car because the part may not be here you can't go buy a new car. I saw Stu had a, a special on uh, this week on uh, Stu Does America. He did it on, on car sales. I mean, it, it's, it's off the charts. I mean, you just can't get a new car. And if you want a used car, it's going to go through for a, a pounding. Get the insurance right now. Get your car covered with Car Shield, the best defense against costly repairs. It could have put a deep freeze on your plans and finances. It's carshield.com slash back. That's carshield.com slash back. Deductible may apply. All right, Mr. Mike Lee, otherwise known as the great Senator Mike Lee. Uh, is here to talk to us a little bit about uh, SCOTUS and some of the other things that are going on in Washington this week. Hi, Mike. How are you? Good to be with you as always, Glenn. Pray Thank for you. Your recovery. Uh, well, I'm in an iron lung now, Mike. Uh, I don't know if you know that, but uh, I've, I've been trying to hide it. Uh, but now I think, you know, now that I've taken the soundproofing out, you can hear the echo of the iron lung that I'm in uh, today. <laughs> Uh, it's ridiculous how, I mean, I, I did the show the entire time I have COVID. I have a cough. It is into my lungs, but it's not a, a bad problem. And I was, I've been trending for two days with people wishing me, you know, death. It's crazy. Um, but Mike, let, let's, let's go to SCOTUS. I feel like, and this is why I wanted you on. I feel like we have another John Roberts half measure. I feel like we won with the uh, with the the battle in our businesses, but we lost with the Department of Health. Yeah, yeah, that's true. What the Supreme Court did was to say that the OSHA mandate that dealing with every employer, the part of the mandate that said 84 million Americans, including, by the way, 500,000 Utahns, are at risk of losing their jobs if they don't bow to presidential medical orthodoxy. Fortunately for all of us, the Supreme Court had the courage to stand up and say, no, no, they can't do that. This is not a dictatorship. And this is wait, 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 they, given them. they they didn't really they only said OSHA can't do that because it's out of bounds. They didn't say the federal government, did they? Right, right. So this is the part dealing with the 84 million Americans covered by the OSHA mandate. 
that dealing with the part that says we will find any employer with more than 99 workers if they don't fire every worker who refuses to get vaccinated. With respect to the so-called CMS mandate, that's dealing with Medicare and Medicaid programs and uh, health care systems that interact with them, that receive money from them. The Supreme Court punted. The Supreme Court said, we're going to let this litigation play out. We're not going to weigh in right now. We're going to, not going to stop this abruptly. And so this was, uh, look, as between the two, if we were going to have to win one and have the court punt on the other, I'd a whole lot rather win the one that we did win yesterday. I wish yes. we had won both. Now, Mike, the uh, what, what's concerning to me is the um, the White House just doesn't care. It's not even going through Congress anymore. It's almost as the Supreme Court is a legislative body at this point, because th- immediately they started revamping. They're they're working now on uh, uh, because of cinema and others not going to. Uh, not going to work on this filibuster thing. They're now doing executive orders. I mean, there's just no stopping these guys. And the Supreme Court is not the place for legislation. No, no, it's not. And look, this is part of a syndrome of self-importance that pervades Washington, D.C., especially within the executive branch, one in which uh, people are willing to say, you know, we can't really trust the peasantry. We can't really trust those who are elected by the people at the most regular intervals to pass legislation. We're going to have to have the experts do it. This is the, the Woodrow Wilson dream for America, is that you'd have only Tony Fauci's in charge of everything. Little Tony Fauci's in charge of every area of the American economy. Seasoned, wise experts, infallible in their approach. And uh, only rarely, of course, willing to call elected lawmakers morons. So, Mike, I, I had a sit down with uh, Donald Trump, and I don't know if you saw it. It was a couple of weeks ago. It was all about the future, not about the past. Uh, and I, I said to him, you know, things are so out of control that um, a serious pruning, and I, I would be for the shutdown of all these federal agencies, you know, to a skeletal sca- uh, staff. Um, and uh, and I said, it's, it's just completely out of control right now. It's almost like we need a system uh, reboot uh, and set it back to factory settings. That's going to be impossible to get this thing back under control unless we have a strong GOP that understands what we're fighting and what we're up against. And it's not Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. It's much bigger than that. Are you seeing are you seeing troops starting to rally in the GOP? Or are we playing the same game with the McConnells and stuff? No, without question, I'm seeing this troops starting to rally, and I'm seeing fantastic, exciting new candidates like Josh Mandel in Ohio coming up through the ranks. People who are willing, as you say, to come back and reimpose the factory settings. What are the factory settings in our system? Well, in our system, that's the Constitution, and it's a document that still works today. It's as relevant as it was back when it was written in 1787. But we have to start following it. And one of the things that it says, the very first operative provision of it is that Congress makes the laws. All legislative powers here and granted shall be vested in the Congress of the United States. We've drifted far from even that very first and critically important definition. There's a reason for that, because we entrust the lawmaking power, which is inherently the most dangerous power in government, only to people who are elected by the people at the most regular intervals. And if we ever cease to do that, as we have been lately, because we've been delegating it all to Tony Fauci's, we deviate from the factory settings. Let's restore the factory settings. 
So uh, Christian Cinema gave a great speech yesterday on the filibuster. Um, I don't think they even have 49 or 48 votes for this thing. Um, but uh, she came out quite eloquently. I, I'm I'm impressed by uh, some of her uh, stances on on reason. Yes, look, Kirsten Cinema is fantastic. She's a dear friend. Uh, she and I are both graduates of Brigham Young University, and uh, mm. while we don't agree on everything and we have different party affiliations, I have tremendous respect for Kirsten. In fact, I was just talking to her last night. Tell her, you know, she's a hero. Uh, she's willing to stand up for things, even when it's difficult. In fact, she seems to have uh, uh, her, her very best days, especially when it's difficult, and I admire that tremendously. Are you Are you sensing a change in the Democratic Party? I mean, the poll numbers are... I've never seen anything like this. Uh, and uh, are they still able to bully uh, their people into line as much as they were? That appears to be their M.O. And as far as I can tell, Glenn, they're doubling down on that. Like they're, they're saying, OK, this hasn't been working. So we got to give it even more cowbell. And um, I think that's going to end badly for them. So I was uh, I'm, I'm thinking about uh, COVID a lot. I have it. My family has it. Uh, everybody I know has it. I mean, the, the scientists that are down in the Antarctic, they have it as well. I mean, it, everyone's going to get this variety and it's good. I mean, the, the uh, it's got, it's causing us a lot of pain and it is causing death. But the death rate is down 91 percent. This becomes an endemic, which is really good. But speaking of doubling down. I'm seeing the president saying uh, he wants to push businesses to choose to do this anyway. Um, They are getting more and more draconian. There's calls today uh, for getting Joe Rogan off the air and Spotify to fire him uh, and censor him because of the covid uh, laws or the uh, the covid lies as they say that he is uh, spreading Um, they're talking now about much more draconian uh, kind of of rules and and laws you see this ending well here mike i mean this this it's we're at the tail end of covid and they seem to be going even crazier yeah you know well there's a reason why we have a first amendment there's a reason why we've decided that government ought not be able to punish people for contradicting government orthodoxy and the reason is There's really disproportionate bargaining power. The one thing that makes government government is its ability to use force with official sanction, with the seal, with the badge. And so it it really is dangerous. We should take these things very seriously. Whenever they come out and, and through government offices try to threaten, intimidate, belittle people through government office to the point that they can't express a differing opinion on a matter of public policy, that's really dangerous. And well, you have you have Joe Biden coming out. I think yesterday Joe Biden came out. Uh, it was yesterday, the day before, and said to social media, "You have got to shut these shows down." Uh, I mean, he is pressuring big businesses to become even more draconian uh, on the First Amendment. This is, I mean, right. this is really dangerous. It, it really is, and, and when you get to the point where. A government is as big and is as powerful as the federal government is, as the executive branch in particular is. You have to stop and wonder whether we've just allowed it to get too big. Because if there's that much subtlety and sophistry within that system, 
We've got to tear it down and get it back to the basics of what the federal government's supposed to be doing. National defense, trademarks, copyrights and patents, immigration, naturalization, regulating trade or commerce between the states and foreign nations and with the Indian tribes. There are a few other powers, but that's it in a nutshell. We're into everything right now. And because we're into everything, they can do anything they want. Um, Mike, the um, uh, the Ray Epps situation and uh, January 6th, I mean, I, I don't even understand it. Can you give me an update on on what's happening with the January 6th investigation? Yeah. Uh, so Ted Cruz, Tom Cotton and I, along with our uh, the rest of our colleagues on the Senate Judiciary Committee, questioned at length. These officials from the FBI and the Department of Justice the other day, we asked the most basic questions about who was arrested, why, when, what was being investigated, what the situation was with Ray Epps. Time after time after time, they told us, I'm sorry, I don't have that information. Uh, after a while, can you okay, hang on the, just a second. Can you put that into perspective, Mike? How often does something like that happen? How out of the norm was this line of questioning and their answers? Well, it's not at all uncommon to have an executive branch employee or or high-ranking official in front of a committee and to have us ask them a question and have them say, I don't know the answer. But what's different here is we were asking them questions about the very topic that they had agreed to come and testify about in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee. That's what's so spooky about this. They, They came before us to talk about those very issues. And they appear not to know a thing about them. So they're either lying or they're being willfully ignorant of what happened. And I'm not sure which one is worse, but they're both awfully bad. So, Ray Epps, do we do do you do we have any real indication that he may be an FBI or is this just speculation? Because we don't know what's going on. When these officials were asked that question at this hearing earlier this week, They just refused to answer. They just said, can't talk about that. And so we're going to keep hounding them until we get answers. It appears to me, based on the way they answered, now look, if in fact he was unknown to the FBI prior to January 6th, if in fact he had no association with them, I can't imagine that these officials from FBI and DOJ wouldn't have said as much at the time, that they wouldn't have at least said, we're not sure who he is, or he's not connected with us. They did not say that. They instead just punted and said they couldn't answer it. And so they, that's a, a real problem, and we've got to get to the bottom of it. Because if that is true, if we had this person, if, if Rayefs were in fact someone acting for and on behalf of the federal government and agitating, as he obviously was in these video mm-hmm. clips, and encouraging people to engage in unlawful activity. One has to wonder how many other people like him were there. Correct. And at whose okay. direction were they operating? Uh, Mike, last uh, last question. I, I know you have to run, um, but uh, this week I released the book on the Great Reset. I have to send you a copy. We we cannot keep it in stock. Literally, we cannot keep it in stock. It's the best, fastest selling book I have uh, I've ever written, um, and we're just trying to get the we're trying to get the printers to keep up with the demand. So I'll send you a copy, or you can get it on Kindle. Um, but one of my researchers asked today, where do we stand on the $100,000 or the $10,000 snoop on bank accounts? Did that finally pass through? Is that still being debated? 
No, that has not passed through, and that's going to pass through over my dead body. Uh, uh, that cannot happen. We're not going to let that happen. And uh, if, if your listeners want to learn more about it, they can always go to leaforsenate.com, or they can learn about these and other topics we've discussed. Mike Lee, uh, the only man in America that I would uh, gladly endorse uh, if it wasn't a death knell to everybody's political political career uh, every time I've done it in the past. But uh, you are fantastic, and uh, I wish you the best. Thank you very much, Mike. Thanks so much, Glenn. You bet. Mike Lee for Senate. Jody writes in about her experience with Relief Factor. She says, let me tell you how much I love Relief Factor. Within a week of taking it, my pain and my stiffness from my arthritis and knee injury were gone. Not only do I feel better during the day, but I also sleep better at night. Thank you, thank you. Jody, thank you for trying Relief Factor. Thanks for just giving it the benefit of the doubt and risking the, you know, the 19 bucks. It has four key ingredients, and that's the difference. Uh, you know, you'll take ibuprofen, and it is attacking your inflammation one way. The doctors that put together Relief Factor said, well, there's four different avenues. Why don't we combine all four? That's why it works so well for so many people. Now, it doesn't work for everybody, but 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. So try the three-week quick start, just like Jody did, just like I did, and get your life back. It's Relief Factor. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Get out of pain. Get back into the fight. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. This is the Glenn Beck program, and as I told you a few minutes ago, uh, the press is really uh, having a field day with me, uh, and I do have to come clean with you. I am in an iron lung now. Uh, I've been having, it went into my lungs. Uh, I think it's, I think it's turning into a little bit of lung leprosy at this point as well. I am uh, on my deathbed. Doctors say there's no chance of recovery and uh, I should have gotten the vaccine. So, if you boy, just, didn't I learn my lesson. If you just listened to Anthony Fauci, this would not have occurred, Glenn. I know, I know, I know. And if I could have just helped out Big Pharma, you know, and uh, looked the other way with uh, the government, uh, it yeah. would have been great. Actually, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm fine. Uh, I mentioned to Mark Levin on his show, and he was very concerned about the lung thing. Um, and it is in my lungs. I'm coughing, but it's, it's not a big deal. I'm fine. I have been working every day uh, and producing like never before. I mean, I'm... I think somebody somebody was over at my house last night and they came in and they were looking at the art projects I'm working on and they said, you're a machine. Is this, is COVID like doing the opposite for you? <laughs> and in some ways it is. Um, and, you know, the the people who are who are supposedly responsible human beings are just becoming vampires, blood sucking vampires. Uh, I've been trending now for a day uh, on, uh, you know, uh, COVID and being sick with COVID. I've never told anyone not to get the vaccine. I've told you, I even considered it when we had to go to uh, Afghanistan. 
the word was that we had to, you know, get a vaccine. My doctor told me not to get the vaccine uh, because I had already had COVID. And he said, let's watch and start to see when people start getting it again. Maybe your antibodies. I had an antibody test just a few weeks ago uh, before Christmas to see if I still had the antibodies. They were getting weaker, but I had it really bad the first time. I mean, I was not able. I, I wasn't full strength for three weeks. I haven't lost my strength this time. And, you know, I'm not I'm not saying, hey, people who have the four vaccines. I'm working with a guy today who has COVID and he had the vaccine. He had the booster. I'm not saying, hey, how's that working out for you? It's the way life is, man. It's a combination of things that are all working together. And COVID is getting easier to battle. Can we please get a grip? and not lose our humanity. <laughs> the Glenn Back Program. You find that funny, Stu? <laughs> the perfect exclamation point to that was you coughing. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> oh, it's in his lungs. Right, right. I can it's see him lungs. keeling over media. Yeah, Celebrate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, life lock. Look, uh, things are things are coming our way that uh, are just going to be difficult for all of us to handle. Um, And there are too many things, too many fires to put all of them out or to watch all of them. One of those things is cyber cyber criminals and cybersecurity. I mean, I don't know what to do. And and if LifeLock would just call me and they didn't have a plan because they've called me before. Hey, it looks like somebody's trying to get in. Did you open this account or did you do this? And I'm like, no. Then they take care of it and they help me, you know, clean it up and make sure it's there. I wouldn't know what to do. You know, somebody could take all of your information and be buying stuff and wrecking your life and you wouldn't know it. You need the experts. Somebody can really help you guard yourself. 25% off your first year. Use the promo code BECK at 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to lifelock.com. Use the promo code BECK. 25% off right now. Lifelock.com. The number one book in the country right now is The Great Reset by Glenn Beck. Don't miss it. You can get it at glennsnewbook.com. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We welcome back into the fold uh, Mr. Pat Gray, who has been out for a few days with COVID himself. Uh, he did not have the vaccine. His wife did have the vaccine. They both uh, had COVID. And what was the experience, Pat? It was fun. I had a great time. <laughs> did you? Yeah. Was, was yours really better or worse, or are they about the same no, between you and your wife? Mine was much worse than my wife's. She she had a much really worse. mild case. Yeah. I, okay, so the, so I the vaccine call mine thing, mild. you wouldn't. No, no, it was. There was a couple of days of real misery. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I, I think there's. I mean, the, you know, the first day that I had it this time around, it was real misery, but it lasted three weeks with me. I never got my energy back for almost a month. The first time I had this, you know, when I got the first round before there was even a vaccine. Uh, and it was really, it was scary and it was, it was bad. Yeah. Uh, and I wondered, you know, we've had several friends who got it before there was a vaccine and they had the same experience, but this round for me is, it's just like a, it was like a bad cold. It was really miserable the first 30 hours. Uh, and then it just is kind of turned into a cold. 
Which and that's is, good news. Yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. Did you? Were you unable to eat? I couldn't eat for like a week. I just I, I'd take a bite of food and I was done. I I lost yeah, fifteen no, I, pounds. I, wow. I never had a problem with that. Yeah. So this is this is good for that. you then. You're yeah, saying. this is good. It was a good diet plan. <laughs> I highly so recommend it. I've been actually trying to wa- watch what I eat, et cetera, et cetera. And I've wa- I've lost fifteen pounds in a week and a half as well. But I could eat any. I mean, people. I, I'm in my uh, my man cave uh, garage, and uh, people pointed out that I have a kitchen in my garage, and I'm like. Yeah, I have a I have a kitchen in almost every room of my house. Uh, everyone should have a kitchen everywhere except the bathroom. That's a little. That's but nasty. you could have a yeah. fridge, you know. There. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know if you see, you saw this. This just came out in Rolling Stone um, today. A menace to public health. Doctors demand Spotify puts an end to the COVID lies on the Joe Rogan experience. They are now, 200 doctors and scientists are now gathering Mm. together and they are demanding that Spotify cancel Joe Rogan and stop him from speaking out. This this is... Wow. This is fascism. Absolute fascism. And hopefully they don't cave in this time. Uh, They... They've already weathered one of those storms. Mm. We'll see if they, they do it's, it again. It's particularly tough for them with Joe Rogan because it's not like like Apple carries our podcasts and so does Spotify. Uh, all three, Pat, Pat Gray Unleashed, Dude Does America, Glenn, Glenn Beck Radio Program, all those are ca- carried on all these places. It's different mm-hmm. with Spotify. Spotify literally pays Paid. Joe Rogan and has him exclusively on their platform. So it's they get all the pressure. It's not split up between all the different uh, different providers. Correct. And, you know, I, this is a move on the left. This is not like some random thing where, you know, a bunch of employees suddenly woke up and said, you know what, We're, we don't like this. They, they, they launched an effort coming back just a few weeks ago uh, with a report from the Brookings Institution, an article in the New York Times, uh, advertisement yeah. campaigns. We need to stop these podcasts. These podcasts are doing this. Just like they were going after Twitter accounts and Facebook accounts before, they've now expanded that to come after podcasts. So there is no, there really is no safe space mm. for people. Remember, I couldn't be on network television. They first kicked me off of ABC. Then they, uh, then they made sure that I couldn't get a job in cable news. They did everything they could. So they all said, "You gotta, you just have to go to the wild west." So we did. We started our own thing. We started the Blaze. We we pioneered uh, the uh, the live streaming television podcast for serious uh people uh and now that's not good enough there is no space they're coming after talk radio they're coming after our podcast they're coming after our websites and this is why it is so important that you support those voices that you believe are giving you uh the truth that joe rogan i mean so you know joe rogan has about 20 million listeners uh a week uh, that is the height of the Rush Limbaugh uh, time. Um, those numbers are not put together. I mean, Fox News, even you know, in its its heyday, uh, Bill O'Reilly and I probably do seventeen million a week. Is that right? Fifteen million a week on television. He is exploded, and it's because. He's just asking regular questions, and he's willing to talk to pretty much anyone. Uh, and they can't have that. And they know the power of going directly to the people. They have to have gatekeepers. 
I, I wish him the best. Wish him the best. But, um, you know, there is only one company. We're, we're talking about our contracts now. And uh, there's only one company that I would ever consider doing a contract with yet. And it's because they've been my partner since 1989. And I know them. And, uh, you know, that's, that's uh, iHeartRadio. They are, uh, they've been just, they'll put on all points of view. They have people that I mm-hmm. really disagree with on the left, and they have people that they disagree with on the right, and that's the way it's supposed to be. Um, these other companies, I don't know, they don't have records of, of actually uh, taking a stand and being for freedom of thought and freedom of speech. Uh, so um, the other thing that is, um, it is going on is uh, the, the Supreme Court now blocking this vaccine mandate but pat i'd love to hear your thought on this it biden is still going after now i mean yesterday mm-hmm. biden said he wants businesses to do it anyway yeah. um and he's the day before he went after google and and facebook and spotify and said you've got to control this these lies about covid it's a, it's, a, it's just an attack and an affront on uh on our way of life, on mm-hmm. on uh, on the the separation of powers, it's I've never seen anything like this. Where multiple times the Supreme Court has blocked uh, the any administration like this, and then the administration continues just to go about their business uh, as if there was no ruling from the Supreme Court. I mean, this is back to the time of of Andrew Jackson. This is uh, this is complete lawlessness. Andrew Jackson and and FDR up until about thirty eight, FDR was doing exactly the same thing. And you know the you know is what's crazy is you know we've we've put our book out uh, this week, the Great Reset, which you can order right now. I have an update on this coming up, um, but order it right now. Get it on Kindle. Read it. It is really really important. Number one best selling book in the country. And um, uh, when you when you see the utopian dream of just experts making every decision in your life it when people catch on to this when they realize this is not just about covid this just isn't about Mm -hmm. uh you know anything it is about education it is about sexuality it is about movement it's about energy it's about absolutely everything all the way to the core of your faith when people get that it's uh it's not going to be it's not going to be good because we have fought fascism before. And uh, I, I just don't think that when the average American, and I mean Democrats and independents as well, when they start to really understand what's going on, uh, they're going to stand up and they're going to push back. And it's going to it, it's going to be hard, but it, we win. We win in the end. I hope that's true. I hope that's true. A, uh, hope is a step away from despair. It's what, <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, I don't. That means I haven't. I haven't seen a lot of people standing up so far. Have you? Really? Really? Uh, show me who's standing up. Uh, Loudoun County. Okay. 
True. Um, Loudoun County the, has. People that, the people that uh, stopped the vaccine mandate that was started by a guy, mm. I think, in New Orleans, uh, he brought the case uh, to the Supreme Court. I mean, we are starting to stand up people who, you know, they they just uh, indicted the special or the uh, the um, prosecutor in Baltimore, wildly corrupt. George Soros person caused a lot of the problems in Baltimore. Uh, they caught her for income tax evasion and lying on mortgages and everything else. It looks like she's going up the river. I mean, there are some signs that things are changing uh for the better and and just like this happened slowly in the other direction we really need to spend some time looking at the things that are happening um in in our direction because it's going to happen slowly but then it'll be a snowball i don't know if you saw the guy in um uh, what was his name Stu, the congressman out of minnesota that two days ago uh introduced a bill in congress to stop the fed from becoming the the only bank in america and digitizing currency uh that's a huge thing Mm. that's huge yeah i don't know the i don't know the details on uh on that bill but it does seem like there are people who are standing up and doing these things it's just a matter of you know does this turn into a movement is it a, is it something so. where people you know you have stragglers but, 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 here and there standing up, or right. does it turn into something bigger? But remember, look at what the press is doing to uh, silence everyone. The press mm. is not covering any of this. This is worse than when it was the Tea Party. The Tea Party at least got negative coverage. They are blocking any kind of coverage on anything that is happening right now. So there are there are I I would imagine. There are a million things happening in America right now that none of us are aware of. Uh, And quite honestly, you know, that's what Billy Graham told me, too. It's a giant surprise party for evil. Um, The Lord is working on things that we are not aware of at all. Uh, And I think if we live uh, to be able to ask for righteous things, uh, righteous things will happen. And there's a lot of people that truly believe and are um, are standing up because they know it's just the right thing to do. It might hurt them, but it's the right thing to do. And that's where we need to focus. Pat, thanks so much. Watch Pat Gray Unleashed. You can get the podcast wherever podcasts are found. And uh, you can watch it live on Blaze TV prior to this program every day. Our sponsor this half hour is American Financing. 10 minutes today can change your life for the better. It's my pillow. Okay. Uh, okay. So my pillow. Well, let me just tell you about the Giza dream sheets. They're the best. They're the best, 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 best. Uh, I am uh, somebody who uh, am a sheet snob. I openly admit that. Um, when I first started to sleep on nice sheets, uh, and then I saw how much they cost. I was a sheet snob that could not live that lifestyle. It is soft sheets for me make all the difference in the world. And Giza cotton is the best cotton. Now, Mike has cornered this uh, this cotton market, and all of his Giza dream sheets are made with this really durable, really breathable, very, very soft cotton. Best sheets I've ever slept on, and I'm not exaggerating. I love these sheets. And now you can get them two for one. They are, I mean, really expensive sheets are just that, really expensive. 
these are real these are the same quality as the really expensive but they're not expensive you can get them two for one right now eight um uh, let's see i don't have the number in front of me it's uh, mypillow.com mypillow.com use the uh, promo code beck and save go to mypillow.com this is the glenn beck program This is the Glenn Beck program. It is Friday. Bill O'Reilly is going to join us here in just a few minutes. Uh, I think we have another COVID expert on with us. Justin Haskins is uh, joining us uh, and uh, somebody else as well. It's a packed show today. Don't miss a second. Miss a minute. Miss a lot on the Glenn Beck program. Um, the, uh, the update on the book, uh, The Great Reset, I really believe this needs to be a litmus test during the uh, midterms and the presidential election. If you don't understand the Great Reset, you can't go serve in Congress because you'll have no idea what you're really battling. Everything else is going to be um, uh, bogus. It's a, just a front for the Great Reset. Uh, it is the number one best-selling book um, across the country. Barnes & Noble, Amazon, um, Costco, they're trying to get it. They're trying to get copies of it anywhere. We have already sold through our first printing. That's normally not a problem, but because of the supply chain, um, it is, uh, it's a real problem. They told us the second printing would happen in five months, but it is such in such demand uh, that uh, the printing presses have bumped other books so they can get ours on. It'll start shipping again in February. You can get the Kindle edition now. Please order the book so you have it uh, in the pipeline and shipping so we, we can keep a handle on, on how much uh, quantity that we need because of... Normally, we wouldn't do this, but because of the, um, uh, the horrible situation with the supply chain, we really need information. So please go and order it. Barnes & Noble, wherever you buy your books, um, or, or Amazon, and we'll ship them as soon as we get them in, which should be in a couple of weeks. Um, I also uh, urge you to get the Kindle version. I normally don't do that, um, but I think this information, I mean, it is the right time to get the information out. Please get the hardcover because, you know, that Kindle edition can go away. Uh, I don't suppose it will, but it could go away. And it's harder to remember things and find things when you're reading things online. It's always better to read them in paper, um, just for memory recall. Um, the other thing is I am going to go in this weekend. I've got about a 25 hour recording session to be able to do the, uh, the book. Uh, I'm going to try to squeeze that in this weekend, or at least uh, a lot of it. So hopefully an audiobook will be coming out uh, soon as well. But please do not wait to get this book. It is, it's vital for our survival that people understand it. And it's going to take you a while to really decode the news. Once you get it, you're going to start seeing, ah, this is what's really happening. So please don't delay. Order the book, glensnewbook.com right now. glensnewbook.com and order it and get it right now. The Great Reset. Joe Biden and the rise of 21st century fascism. This is the Glenn Beck Program.